0: Welcome, I'm Max Horowitz, producer and host of Penderecki In Memoriam podcast. This podcast is created by Anna Peżanowska and presented by Polish Cultural Institute New York. Penderecki In Memoriam podcast unveils a multifaceted portrait of Krzysztof Penderecki with commentary from musicians, colleagues, radio programmers, and writers who lend insight and memories of Poland's greatest modern composer. This podcast is part of Penderecki in Memoriam Worldwide Project, honoring the life and legacy of the great composer. Thank you to project partners Dukes, Naxos, Ludwig von Beethoven Association, and Schott EAM for sharing Christoph Penderecki's music with the world. We appreciate you joining us in honoring and celebrating Penderecki's life and legacy. One of the most versatile conductors of his generation, Łukasz Borowicz leads many of the major European orchestras in core Germanic repertoire, as well as important Russian, Polish, Czech and Hungarian works. Maestro Borowicz, who also conducts opera, was chief conductor of the Polish Radio Symphony in Warsaw between 2007 and 2015, and has received numerous prizes for his over 100 recordings. Lukasz Borowicz has also guest conducted with SWR Symphony Orchestra, the Dusseldorf Symphony, Hamburg Symphony, Luxembourg Philharmonic, Royal Philharmonic, BBC Scottish Symphony, Queensland Symphony, the Los Angeles Philharmonic, as well as numerous other orchestras and ensembles including all the major Polish symphonies. Born in Warsaw in 1977, Maestro borovich worked closely with Krzysztof Penderecki, conducting many of his works. Łukasz Borowicz is here with us to discuss the great composer and conductor. Hello, Łukasz. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast.
1: Hello. A great pleasure.
0: Maestro, when did you first meet Penderecki, and what were your first impressions of the musician and the man? I think that it was in the mid-90s.
1: I've been studying the conducting faculty here in Warsaw. I was finishing my studies and then I had a chance to start the collaboration with Sinfonia Warsaw, one of the Polish major orchestras. As an assistant conductor, I was frequently leading the rehearsals there. And one day there was a chance to prepare, to make a sight reading, to make the first rehearsal uh, with the orchestra before Maestro Penderecki was coming to his rehearsals. So this was the first time I met him. And also it was the time when I was served as an assistant conductor to the Warsaw Philharmonic the National Philharmonic Orchestra of Poland. So the chief conductor I was assistant to was Professor Antoni Witt, who closely collaborated with Professor Penderecki. From few various points, I had the chance to meet composer in person, to observe him at work, then later afterwards to prepare the orchestra for him and the orchestras in a close future, just after that. So because of that, I had the chance to observe Maestro Penderecki at work many, many times. I had a chance to discuss his scores, his music language, and the Polish music history, which is so fascinating. As everybody knows, Master Penderecki, he started the avant-garde movement, not only in Poland, it was all-European or international movement of second (laughs) avant-garde. Later afterwards, he changed his views to post-avant-garde. He started this post-romanticism. For a young conductor, for a music lover, for a student, it was extremely interesting to observe the rehearsals, the work, and to meet composer in person, which is always something you cannot describe in a few words. Professor Penderecki, he was very open. When he saw a young musician, a young conductor or a solist, he was always open to talk, to discuss, to carefully talk about what he wants in his music, what's important what's less important, how to shape the music, how to find the dramaturgy in the music and what were the qualities he was searching for. how the collaboration started. I was privileged to know him for more than 20 years and observe him conducting, being with him, conducting in his presence. In
0: 2013 you participated in the Warsaw Christophe Penderecki Festival. You appeared alongside Lauren Meisel, Charles Dutoit, Julian Racklin, and others in this landmark 80th birthday celebration. You led the Polish Symphonieta Luventus Orchestra in Penderecki's Symphony No. 8. Can you tell us about that event?
1: I'll never forget that festival. It was extraordinary time. There was another one which came five years afterwards. Both editions of the festival were dedicated only to the music by Professor Penderecki. So this was a rare chance to listen to different pieces from different years, from different periods. know variety of the orchestras of the conductors. I'll never forget, I was privileged to observe the rehearsals as well, so I joined the orchestra, the rehearsal of Lorin Mazel. He conducted the fourth symphony. symphony i just conducted in china we've been to beijing with uh, professor penderecki and mrs penderecka this was just before the festival and i remember conducting the fourth symphony in beijing talking about the music discussing the music and shortly afterwards once we came back poland the festival took place so i uh, I conducted the 8th symphony and I observed the rehearsals and the concert of the 4th symphony. Great orchestras, great conductors. And what's important, Professor Penderecki was present at the rehearsals. So as a former assistant conductor and co-conductor, let's say, I was privileged to observe discussions between the maestros and professor. Some decisions were being taken regarding the tempo, regarding the phrasing. So I can say that such an observations are truly unique because you can enjoy watching, observing the composer who sometimes asks for something, but who is also very open for performers. I think that such a topic describes professor's personality as well.
0: Then in 2018, the 85th anniversary festival, which presented 12 concerts in eight days. What are your recollections and comparisons with that event?
1: Oh, uh, it's also a beautiful memory, different concerts. Some of the pieces came for a second time just after the first edition. You know, I was so... Frequently listening to the music of Professor Penderecki with the live performances, that there is no gap between two editions of the festival, because I feel attached to the music, as every Polish listener. This music was and is, of course, now due to the pandemic situation, we suffer a lack of concerts, so especially the music which is originally written for large instrumental forces, and especially oratorio music. This is probably most impressive part of Professor Paderewski's work he mastered every instrument but especially when we were touching the subject of the instrumental concertos, then he was always interesting about the views, about the ideas, about the questions first of all, the, yeah, the questions of the solists performing his works, who were asking for some details, who were offering some technical solutions if he accepts it or not regarding the cadenzas, regarding the phrasing, the bowing, with the strings instruments of course, so great time great time and this festival you've been talking about the first edition which was connected to the 80th anniversary of Professor Penderecki. Uh, This was a week of the concert as I remember, at least. Really a great occasion to listen to majority of his main works.
0: Then, of course, there's your ongoing relationship with the Beethoven Easter Festival in Warsaw, headed by Ms. Penderecka. The scope of the festival has really changed quite a bit over the years, way beyond Beethoven, and now includes works by composers that Penderecki had admired, such as Ligeti, Goretzky, Britton, and Shostakovich. Can you talk about your relationship with Ms. Penderecka and the festival? Now
1: we can enjoy the music through the recording. But there was a time before the pandemics, especially his oratorios like Credo, like Seven Gates of Jerusalem. an internal dialogue between the pieces, between the composer's style and composer's view on some important genre like the instrumental concerto and his view on the instrumental concerto which has been changing through the years. One of the greatest memories comes of 2018 as well. This was our London concert. Talking about the Warsaw Festival, of course, it's hard to describe which festival made a bigger impact on me because, as I said, it's a long story and I treat it as a long time of observing, of listening the music, having a privilege to have the possibility of the contact with the creator or with Professor Spenderecki. And another piece, like the Eighth Symphony, like the instrumental concertos, were played with Polish orchestras I've been listening to the concerts each few months. So, of course, the festival is a very special occasion because you can find some new aspects putting different pieces together. started the collaboration years before I started my position at the Warsaw Radio Symphony Orchestra. Once I started to be a Chief Conductor of the Warsaw Radio Symphony Orchestra in 2008, then I started to present neglected and unknown operas each year at the Easter Festival of Miss Penderecka. We started with Carubini, and then there is a row Of uh, some unexpected, unknown, and rare operas produced through the years. And also, it's important to stress the fact that all the productions were recorded on CDs. So, different music from different epochs some 18th century music, some 19th century, but also. 20th century classics, like Tone of the Screw, like At the Boar's Head of Gustav Holtz. So I can say that really, a really variety of unknown or lesser known operas. And this was also fascinating, because each time we've been preparing a new opera, Professor Penderecki was coming to the concerts, sometimes to rehearsals, and some of the lesser known pieces, like Der Berggeist from Louis Spohr. This was first presentation since 19th century. It was a premiere, so such an occasions were also the occasions to meet Professor in person and he was judging the pieces, he was sharing his opinions on the pieces. This was fascinating, so just going back to 2018, because it's important to say about the Second Violent Concerto Metamorphosis. Yeah, the second violin concerto, Metamorphosen, of course. This is the title uh, taken from the famous piece of Richard Strauss, but it has nothing to do with uh, Richard Strauss. This is just the title and the idea of constant change. This is what really makes the concerto. So you can treat it like a suite, like a coming row of movements, but they are connected there is one musical subject which is developed through the whole piece. Music. and being with professor in London's hall. And after the concerto, professor was invited to the stage. We both together with Anzafi Mutter. And shortly after she started to prepare for encore and we did not get back to the backstage. We just sat in one of the empty desks of the second violins listening to Anzafi Mutter playing. So this is my personal experience. and can say that I was sitting at one desk of the second violins together with professor Penderecki. As always, after the concert, the discussions, the uh, remembrances of them are uh, sharing the view of how the interpretation of the concerto changes for the year. Uh, it's very, very nice memories.
0: The piece is very challenging, really broken down into 10 movements.
1: The timings are changing, the tempos. Many, many aspects of creating the piece, creating in sense of making the new interpretations. I mean, performance is never the same. It has to develop, it has to change. to work with a living composer, then you can observe that some things which are composed still could be changed, still could be seen in some other light from other perspective. So this is for sure one of the most moving memories for me, those few days in London in 2018.
0: There have been comparisons in this piece to Mahler and Rachmaninoff. There are a
1: lot of connections with the romantic
0: music The Professor was also fascinated by
1: a few great composers of the turn of 19th and 20th centuries. His way of creating a dramaturgy somehow comes as a continuation of the symphonic view and symphonic perspective of Mahler and Shostakovich, and I think that especially his connection and his personal contact with Shostakovich, this is worth it to talk about. I call it a large horror. Thank Prof. Pedelecki as a conductor made a lot of recordings and what inspires me mostly are his oratory recordings. was absolutely perfect with creating a narration of the large forms. This is the proof that his music comes from the roots of Mahler and Shostakovich because it consists in itself this idea of a form which has a long breath above it, a long slur.
0: Let's touch on your Polish radio symphony orchestra performance of Penderecki's Piano Concerto Resurrection.
1: Once you talk about the piano concerto, it's an epic piece. It's also a piece which could be described as a concerto grosso, concerto for the orchestra, and of course there's a leading instrument, the piano. just mentioned the second violin concerto. Their situation is more or less the same. We have metamorphosen, which is reworking the material, the changing of that material, the metamorphosen, the German title. So with the piano concerto, it's mostly the same. With the concerto grosso for free cellos and the orchestra, it's mostly the same. And if we talk about the chamber pieces for the orchestra and instrument solo, let's mention the second Sinfonietta for a string orchestra and a clarinet. This is also a very beautiful piece which shows his ability to write an instrumental concerto which is from one side, the instrumental bravura and virtuoso piece. On the other hand, it's a small symphony in itself. So um, this is what makes him very close, as I said, to Shostakovich and to Mahler. This large perspective, which is so rare for the music of the second half of the 20th century. avant-garde with all those neo-neo movements with minimal music with other ideas there was quite small numbers of composers who were brave enough to write a music which was longer I mean let's face the fact that writing a symphonies which are over half an hour long is not so popular nowadays why because it's so difficult to create a form it's so difficult to fulfill the form with a symphonic content how to develop how to find a new way to express yourself one of the The ideas Prof. Penderycki followed is to make a dialogue with the past. Those cliches, those remembrances those dialogues with the past. They are perfectly clear to be read by the public. So that's why this music is so accessible for the listeners. And on the other hand, it's always such a great task for the performers to face the difficulties of it. It's really difficult, but uh, there is no difficulty just for itself. The difficulty is in service to deliver this uh, development of the form. So that's why, just talking back to the mentioned title of the Second Time Concerto, this word metamorphosis somehow describes the whole late instrumental music of Prof. Panderecki.
0: For Wukash Borovich, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast to discuss the great composer Christoph Penderecki.
1: Oh my god, thank you that you are making this program and that we will show his music.
0: Horowitz, producer and host of Penderecki In Memoriam podcast, created by Anna Peżanowska and presented by Polish Cultural Institute New York. Thank you to project partners Dukes, Naxos, Ludwig von Beethoven Association, and Schott EAM for sharing Krzysztof Penderecki's music with the world. We appreciate you joining us in honoring and celebrating Penderecki's life and legacy. Make sure to subscribe.